0: Well, again, I thank you for your time tonight. It's really funny how that I have been thinking a lot about what I wanted to speak on and my thoughts. Uh, As we all know, Brother Thomas did a tremendous job this morning with his lesson. And then Brother Don gets up here tonight and talks more about uh, the family and the love of God and God's love for us and our love for God. And then I just start thinking about the different things that apply to our lives and how we live today. And the topic for for tonight is unity. And I just want us to think for a few minutes about what that means. The definition of unity is the quality or state of oneness or harmony. And then also the song that we sang of Binding Us Together, the definition of bind is to create an emotional attachment. And as we all know, that's what we need to be as a church, As we un- need to have unity. We need to be bound to each other. So one of my questions is, is there unity in the world today? Just think about everything that's going on. All you have to do is get on the internet, get on the television, get on, turn the TV on, see the news. Is there unity within the world today? My next question is Is there unity in our church lives with our brothers and sisters? If not, why not? Why do we not have unity within our, with our brothers and sisters? A lot of different answers, a lot of different situations there that could be that. So what does it mean by a church unity with your brothers and sisters? So my first question is, next question, what's the most important thing to you? I'll give you a minute to think about it. I won't give you a minute. I'll give you 15 seconds. What's the most important thing to you? I hope the first thing that comes to our mind is our salvation. I hope that's the most important thing to us is our salvation. From that, you can go to family, you can go to your kids, you and go to your health. There's a number of just numerous things that we can all talk about tonight, can share tonight with each other about the things that are most important to us. But if we were to put a list together of those things that's most important to us, where on that list would God's church be? You ever thought about it? Have you ever thought about, when someone asks you what's most important to you, have you ever thought about God's church is most important to me? Acts, the fourth chapter. As we all know, this is the establishment of the church. They're growing Things are happening for them. In the fourth chapter, starting at verse 32, it says, Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. They had all things in common. So what in the world does that mean today? To have all things in common. Definition of common is done often. They all did things in. They all had things in common. So what are some of those things that we do as Christians today that are done often with our brothers and sisters? That are done often. Well, we come together each, first day of the week, did it this morning, doing it tonight, parts of this, all of this. We started with singing. Ephesians 5:19. Then we pray together, Acts 2:42. Then we have teaching. that's Second Timothy four verses one through four. And then we're partaking of the Lord's Supper. That's 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 28. And then we have the giving. Giving is 1 Corinthians 16, verses one and two. And we all know these verses, we all know what they say, but it just talks about the oneness and the unity that we have and we need to have as we come together and have that commonness with each other. <clears throat> Ephesians, the fourth chapter, starting verse one through six, says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body, there is one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, Who is above all and through all and in you all? The Spirit of the bond of peace. So you got to have unity. To have the Spirit of the bond of peace, we have to have unity. So let's break that down in a. I love silly analogies, so I, I apologize. Please hang with me. But Eda and I were riding down the road the other day. Came across a, uh, three, I guess, brothers and sisters, friends. And there was two boys and a girl. Looked like they were probably in middle school, something around that age group. And this little girl looked like she was trying to figure out the concept of hitting a baseball. So these two friends of hers, brother of hers, whatever the case is, was trying to help her. She had the bat. She had that thing all round up there and was trying to figure out what to do with it. And it was obvious. She wasn't really sure what she was doing. She didn't have that confidence in herself to stand there and be able to grip and rip, as they say sometimes. So what were the two boys doing? As we rode by, the two boys are trying to adjust her. Hold your feet this way. Bend over this way. Watch for the ball as it comes in this way. Hold the bat up this way. I told Benita then, I said, to me, that's an example of unity. They're trying to get her where she needs to be. Take your favorite college football team. Take your favorite pro baseball team. Take your favorite, favorite NFL team. Pick a sport. I'm into sports, so I'm going to go that route. I don't think the ball players just walked out there one day and said, I'm real good at this, let's do this. I don't think the coaches said, you know what? You look like to me, you can play some ball. Let me write you a $15 million contract, and you get out there, and let's see what you could do. They had to go through the process. They had to learn how to get where they were going. Same thing with the church. We are here today to encourage each other, to challenge each other, to love each other, to be here for each other as brothers and sisters. We all know the parable of the talents. Matthew 25 and also in Luke 19. We understand what happens if we have our talents and we don't use them. We understand what's going to happen with them. We also can sit here tonight and say, you know, I just don't know what my talent is. I'm just not sure that I have a talent. I'm just not really sure that I'd be good at anything. bottom line is God's given us all talents. God has given us all the ability to be able to grow his church. And if you recall when I started, I said, I feel like one of our priorities should be the church. We as brothers and sisters to grow it, to grow Forest Park, to grow it in this community. So let's talk about saying, Well, I'm not really sure I have talents. Not really sure what my talents are. If you're good at something, that's a talent. Use it to God's glory. I can assure you there's a way. There's a way to use whatever you're good at to God's glory. But I'm not sure I have talents. Well, let me read a story. <clears> 1 <throat> Corinthians 12th chapter starting at verse 12, it says, "'For as the body is one and has many members, "'but all the members of that one body, "'being many are one body as also is Christ. "'For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, "'whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free. "'We all have been made to drink into the one Spirit, "'for that, in fact, the body is not one member but many.'" But if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were, to, were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole, if the whole, if the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling but now God has sent the members each one of them in the body just as he pleased. But now God, I'm sorry. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members yet one body. And I cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the hand to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather Those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schisms in the body. But that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffers with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are all the body of Christ and members individually. And God had appointed these in the church. First apostles, second prophets, third preachers, third teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, administration, varieties of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Do you have gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret, but earnestly desire the best gifts? And yet I show you a more excellent way. So you say, Ronnie, all this sounds good. No, we need to have unity. No, I have talents. No, I should do things. But you know what? I just don't know what to do. I just have no earthly idea what to do. And no one's ever asked me. Well, I'm asking you right now. Please be involved in the help of growing God's church. You're needed. Every single one of us here tonight has a gift, a talent and God wants us to use it to his glory and honor. Now you say, well, give me some ideas. All right, so let me give you some. This is Force Park. This is information that I have gathered. This is probably not all of it. And if I'm incorrect on any of it, I apologize now because I'm the new kid on the block, so I'm learning. So here we go. Listen to what Forest Park is involved in and plug it in to where it works for you. We have Fourth Tuesday visitation. We have cards of compassion. We have weekly visitation of cards, calls, visits to shut in, sick and recuperating lists. Recuperation List. We have Yes Weekend. We have VBS. We have Georgia Bible Camp Week. We have Forever His. We have Teacher Appreciation Banquet. We have Speeders Banquet. We have Ladies Days. We have Ladies Retreat. We have Lads to Leaders, Good Samaritan Projects, Leadership Day Convention. We have Marriage Matters Date Night, Congregational Fish Fry, Young at Heart Activities, Sweetheart, Friendship Banquet, Luau, Monthly Lunch Brunch, Father-Daughter Banquet, Mother-Daughter Banquet, Graduating Seniors Appreciation Day, Table at VSU's The Happening, Latin America Missions, Latin America mission Sunday, Youth Ministry, Children's Ministry, Adult Ministry, worship and trunk retreat at Georgia Bible Camp, Christmas card exchange, communication night, Tuesday morning ladies Bible study, mother's morning out, door knocking, friends and family day, shower groups, food groups, benevolence ministry, Thanksgiving food boxes, indoor, outdoor, work days, Volunteers to grade Bible correspondence courses, audio, video, communication ministry, education ministry, local evangelism, security and medical emergency ministry, transportation ministry, worship ministry, getting men to lead the prayers and to speak at the table. These are just an example of some of the things that we're a part of at Forest Park. And there are many other things that we probably have not covered or I've missed unintentionally. And there's also things that are going on that we know for a fact that are kept private. Because people don't want those things known or shared, things they're doing. So let's continue to look for opportunities to have unity. Unity. And love for each other and for God's church. Because that, of that list, I couldn't imagine that anybody sitting in here tonight could say, there ain't nothing there for me. Nothing there for me. It's like your family. Your family grows. You teach them. You encourage them. You give them what they need, they need to be fed, they need to be taken care of, they need to be raised. It's the same thing with the church. This cannot be done, this cannot be done by any church, not just Forest Park, with the what I call the ninety ten 10 rule. Ninety ten 10 rule is 10% of the people doing 90% of the business. Can't be done. We have all got to be committed to it. And it goes back to what I originally said. Where is the importance of God's church in your life? Now I know we're busy. If I've heard that, I'm so busy, we're so busy, we've got so much going on. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard that, I'd have a wheelbarrow full. We're busy in what's important to us. That's what we're busy with. I have raised, for the ones that may not know me that well, I've raised three children of my own. I and Benita have raised three. I haven't done it on my own. Benita and I have raised three children on our own. All three are grown, all three on their own. have four precious grandchildren. But at one time, they all three were in college. Two of them playing sports at the college level. So no one in here can talk to me about busy. Because I know busy. I know busy. If we could only be as busy for God's church as we are for this world, it would be amazing what we could do for the Lord if we'd only do it. But we've got to make it our priority. And after this list tonight, we can't sit here and say, well, be ye warmed and filled, I hope you all do a good job with it. It's our responsibility to grow Valdosta, to grow Forest Park, to grow God's kingdom. It's our responsibility. So these ministries are how we become emotionally attached and have oneness with each other. As Brother Don led the song of binding us together. You take a thread, one single thread, jerk it real good, what's going to happen with it? It's going to break. thought about using that illustration. I was afraid to get up here and I couldn't be strong enough to break it. You take three or four or five threads, spin them together, what you got? Guys, it's the same thing with our spiritual walk with God if we've got brothers and sisters around us and we're doing our best and we have the unity that we need to have to strive to do our best to live for God, we can't be broken. And finally, Proverbs 27, verse 17 says, Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. So I just think we need to take from tonight, from today, because I think, again, Brother Thomas did a tremendous job this morning of looking at where we are in our spiritual walk. How much time do we spend on worldly things compared to how much time we spend on godly things? We're busy, got a lot to do. But as we all know, there's coming a day that we're going to stand before our God Almighty and He's going to say, I know you're busy, but what'd you do for me? And we're going to have to answer for that. So my challenge for all of us is to get busy for God. To do our best to grow this congregation and to grow it in this community. That people around us can see that we are truly living for God. And we want them and us to be in heaven together. And my prayer is, as always, one day soon. And let me explain that while I'm here and I'll be done. My prayer is every time that I pray, I pray that God will come back soon. And my wife and I had some discussions about that for a while. It's not that I want to be taken out of this world and her left and my kids left. I'm ready for God to come back and take us all to heaven. Because I'm telling you, if you will pray daily that God will come back soon, you'll be amazed at how it makes you live differently. And that's my prayer, is God will come back soon to take us all to heaven with Him. And if you can't pray that prayer, you might want to look at what's going on in your life. See so if you're not a Christian tonight, and not like to become one, we'd love for you to come forward. would love for you to be baptized, put on Christ in baptism, become a member of His church. If you'd like to talk about it, think about it, study about it, we'd love to talk to you and study about your spiritual walk. But if also you've got sin in your life, you're a Christian, you're not living like you should, we don't have a priority straight, we're not as committed as we need to be, if there's anything that you need, any need that you have in any way that we can help you tonight, we pray that you'll please come as we stand and sing.